Welcome to the Metropolitan UMC Podcast. We're located at 3385 Metropolitan Church Road in Indian Head, Maryland, and under the leadership of Reverend Daryl K. Mason Sr. And now today's podcast. Just to recap a last part of the scripture, it says, so... Neither the one who plants, neither the one who plants and the one who waters. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God gives the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters have a common purpose, and each will receive Wages according to the labor of each. For we are metropolitan. We are God's servants. Working together. You are God's field. God's people. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you, we bless you, we thank you. And we ask that during this time that your message will be delivered. Father, we pray that you give us open hearts and open minds, for we are one church. We are one people, and we will lift up praises in one voice. Lord, we love you, and Lord, we thank you. It is in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. And just for a moment, I'm going to come from the subject of one God. One voice, one people, one praise. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to music. Good morning, and welcome to Atlanta A&T University Marching Band Training. The next two weeks will be your introduction and possibly induction into a great marching band legacy. If you're here, it's because you believe in musicianship. If you're here, it's because you believe in Coltrane, Miles Davis, Stevie Wonder, and the elements known as Earth, Wind, and Fire. If you are here, it is because you have a fervent, unequivocal belief in teamwork. And if you wish to remain here, you better start believing in being on time. You. Who is your roommate? Uh, Devin. Uh, Miles. Sir. Eyes front! Oh, Dr. Lee. It's all good, Mr. Miles. Glad to have you here. Thank you, sir. Why was he late? I guess he overslept. Well, why didn't you wake him? I'm not his mother, sir. I asked Mr. Miles why his roommate was late. He says he guesses he overslept. I asked why didn't you wake him, and he says he is not his mother. 
Section leaders, what is our concept? One band, one sound. One band, one sound. When one of us is late, we are all late. When one of us looks or sounds bad, we all look and sound bad. So what's the concept? One band, one, band, one sound. Now I want 10 laps from all those who are not their roommate's mama. Don't whine. And while you're jogging around the field, let the robust composition of the Saints come marching in. Good morning, Metropolitan. If you are here, you believe about the story about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If you are under the sound of my voice and you believe that Jesus came down through 40 and two generations and died for your sins. If you are here, you believe that we are one church. You believe that we are serving one God. And you believe that we have one purpose. See, Dr. Lee has assembled these freshman band members for their first band practice. And as you see, some people showed up late. And some people were like Devin. Everybody else has got on white t-shirts. Devin is trying to do his own thing. Devin is not concerned about the others that are around him. He doesn't care that this is not an individual thing that's going on by himself. See, here, when we're working together in ministry, we all have to work together. We all have to make sure that we are communicating. We all have to make sure that even though we might do different things, that everything is going together in harmony. My mind goes back to my freshman year in college. <laughs> When I was at my first HBCU football game. Now, I know we probably have some HBCU people in the building. Do we have some HBCU people in the building? Well, let's just have a quick roll call. Can we have a quick roll call? Oh, okay. Some of you may have heard of the mighty marching bison of Howard University. Put your hands together. The mighty marching bison of Howard University. Come on, let's hear one more time for Howard. Yeah. All right. Now, some of you may have heard of the mighty marching machine of Morgan State University. Oh, yeah. But for me, I'll be careful now. But for me, I want to tell you about the mighty Spartan Marching Legion of Norfolk State University. Put your hands together. Yes. And so I was standing there, my first football game, and I'm watching what's going on. They went and they lined up around the sidelines because they were preparing. To, and I'm watching them, they're lining around us, and, and I'm like, what's going on? You see, sometimes in ministry, we have to make sure that we are prepared. We have to make sure that we're preparing what we're doing. But what happened next was I thought the show was starting. What happened next was 
10 people marched out onto the field and took their spots. And they stood there. I talked to a friend of mine named Brett. Brett told me the reason they do that is some people go ahead and they set the position so that when the rest of the band comes out, things can be in place. Leadership, this is our job. We have to make sure that we set the stage, that we set the goals for the band to get in place. But then it was time for the show to get started. And so as I was sitting there and I'm listening, and then I heard the announcer say, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and all the ships at sea, and President Ronald Reagan, and all the Navy and the people that are in, I want to take the time to present to you the baddest band on the East Coast. Behold the green and the gold. with precision they were together and when the the drumstick they picked it up and they kept going they didn't go fuss anybody out they didn't talk about them in the parking lot you drop that stick you keep on going all of these bands were exceptional there were different sections playing different parts with different instruments. But they had a common goal. They were reading from one sheet of music. And that kept them together. So as Paul talks to the church, he tells them, you have to be together. You see, our worldly mindset wants to have us to be selfish. We are prone to be in competition right here in the church. How is it that we compete against each other in the same place? In school, from a young age, we're taught the former line. And we feel that sometimes because some people are in front of us, that that is an issue. But we're on the same team. We love each other, and we're here to move toward one goal. We are all one, one speaking in one voice, and giving God the praise. 
The actions that we take build foundations for ministry so that others can stand on our shoulders yes. to move forward in Jesus Christ. So Metropolitan, the question I have for you today, leadership has set our goals. Yes. Leadership has charted our course. So are we going to build bridges to make these connections or are we going to tear each other down? The decision is ours to choose today. Are we using our tongues to edify or are we using our tongues to say all manner of evil against each other? When somebody drops their stick on the ground, do you reach down to pick it up for them? For just for a little while, I want to just share th three things with you. The first is that our flesh divides us. Our flesh divides us, but our gifts will unite us. Amen. And at the end, God will get the glory. Amen. It says in verse 3, for if, for you are still in the flesh. For as long as there is jealousy, quarreling among you, and if you are not of the flesh, you are behaving in human inclinations. For one says, I belong to Paul, and another says, I belong to Apollos. Are you not merely human? When we start to get in the flesh, this is when the enemy starts to come out. We find ourselves in a situation where we are not spiritual, but we're acting on a human side. In Mark 3.23, it says, A house divided against itself cannot stand. Paul was pointing out to the church at Corinth that as long as they try to take sides, oh, there's this ministry. Oh, we're doing this in the men's ministry. Oh, we're doing this on the worship team. Oh, we're doing this on the youth ministry. We're all together. Yes. We are all working together. And as long as we continue to take the thought that we are separate, the enemy will continue yes. to divide us. In the book of Galatians, it says this. Now the deeds of the flesh. Let me go down the list here. Immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, that means arguments, strife, I'm coming down your road soon, jealousy, <laughs> outbursts of anger, disputes, everybody's been in dispute, dissensions, factions, meaning you over in your own corner doing your own thing, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and other things like these of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. We cannot do these things and continue to think that we are on our way to heaven. That's not me. That's what the word of God says. The word of God says that if we do these things, let me read it again. It says, we will not inherit the kingdom of God. So the word of God puts us in check. That if we are practicing these things, let me be clear. Not that if you've done them, 
Because the Bible tells us that we all have sinned. We all have gone through these. But if we are practicing, if we make this a part of our MO, if we make this a part of what we're doing, we will not inherit the kingdom of God. Metropolitan, we will not see God's vision in this place. So just to kind of share something with you, what we need to understand about the flesh. We, if we go back to Genesis, we are all made from dirt. God looked down from heaven and saw nothing. And he put together some dirt, put it up to his mouth, and breathed just a bit of his spirit into man. And man became a living being. And when we depart this earth, our spirit will leave and our body will go back to the dust. Why am I saying all this? While we are here, God's spirit is in you. God has empowered you. He's breathed his breath of life in you to do his ministry. Yes, I know you got a nice degree from Howard. Yes, I know you got a PhD from Morgan. Yes, I know you got all those good things. But if you are not using those, if you aren't using those for the goodness of God, you've forgotten your calling. We're just dirt. And then we go to the barbershop. Look all, it's just dirt cutting on dirt. Ladies, y'all let... Oh, let the beauty salon, we're, we're just trying to improve all of this that we have, trying to reach a level of glory, but sometimes we can forget that it's God that's sustaining us, God that's keeping us, God that's giving us the power. In the band, there are people that are going to play bad notes. There are people that are going to sing wrong notes. People are going to drop their sticks. Things are going to get broken. But when we drop the ball, we have to be ready to pick it up. But more importantly, we have to be ready to forgive. Ever have anybody pick up your drumstick and the whole time they're picking up the drumstick? Oh, Lord, they just give you. You're always marching. You know you can't march anyway. I don't know why you're even out there in the field. Let me get this. I had to pick up this stick for you last. Oh, please save it. Please save it. That's neither in love nor is it in wisdom because you're not encouraging your sister or brother. Yes. That person would rather just walk off the field. Yes. Pick up the stick. Pick up the stick of your brother and sister and move on. And so even as our flesh divides us, our gifts unite us. Verse 6 says, I planted Apollos water, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything. Just because you sing a nice song, preach a nice sermon, come up in here, you lead a ministry, word of God tells you that, oh, that ain't nothing. That's nothing. It's God that's going to give the growth. It's God that's going to make it happen. It's God that will take us forward. 
Paul explains from the apostolic succession that God had called him to plant this church. And he was acknowledging that he was not everything. Apollos was the pastor that came after him. Paul had left. Apollos was there trying to do ministry, but people were sitting around talking, well, you know, when Paul was here, he didn't, he didn't do stuff quite like that. When, 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 when Paul was here, Paul preached a different way. Paul, I, I don't know what, but, Paul, but Paul, Paul wrote that letter to them to let you know, look, I'm not there anymore. And the focus is not on me and neither is it on your new pastor. Paul says, get to work and be about God's business. Because they were trying to divide up the church they were trying to set a Paul faction and an Apollos faction. Paul says, no, 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 no. We are God's faction. We are God's faction and we shall work together. We find ourselves in the same situation in our ministries. You know, you have somebody that comes up and they sing a nice song. Say, well, or the choir does well. Come on, you know how the choir does. Girl, didn't we sing today? Oh, Lord, did you see most of the congregation was standing up? But choir, you forget that you couldn't have rehearsal. The trustees didn't open the door to let you in. Well, then we have some people on the trustees. Not Brother Kane, other people. Another trustee board. Well, you know, you know, we keep things going around this church. You know, we got to, you know, make sure that everything's in place. You know, this flower, they didn't put this flower up here, right? Yeah, we we'll fix that. Okay, let me fix this one here. You know, we are the ones that keep things going. But the trustees can sometimes forget that if it wasn't for the members tithing and giving, there wouldn't be a church here for them to take care of. But then there's the outreach ministry. You know who the outreach ministry is. That's us. If you're listening to me, you are the outreach ministry. But this is what the outreach ministry says. Oh, you know, we've been out there in the streets. We've been passing out tracts. Oh, boy, we've got the church full. Oh, isn't this a great thing? But we forget that if it wasn't for Jesus Christ dying for our sins, we wouldn't be redeemed to be able to tell the world about Jesus Christ. The message is, is that our gifts unite us. Our gifts help us to work together, and it all Amen. works together for the glory of God. Amen. And so even as our flesh divides us and our gifts unite us, all the glory yes. goes to God. Yes. Yes. Verse 8 says, the one who plants and the one who who waters have a common purpose. All that we do, Metropolitan, has one purpose. Each will receive wages, wages according to the labor of each. For we are God's servants working together. You are God's field. You are God's building. Metropolitan, let us begin or continue to plant together. 
Do what you can do. If you can sing, sing. If you can do outreach, do outreach. If you can come and adjust the plan, adjust the plan. If there's something that you can do, pray and ask God to show you. What is it that you would have me to do in God's house? Each of us have a part to plan. There's a quote that says, do all the good you can for as long as you can. In every way that you can. In every place that you can. As long as you ever can. For God has a reward for us. In the book of Revelation, it says that I saw a new heaven and I saw a new earth because the first earth and the first heaven had passed away. But this is what I want you to see. Revelation 7, 9. John says this. After this, I beheld and lo, a great multitude which no man can number. All nations, kindreds, family, people, and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with the white robes. I wonder today, can you see that? I see all nations. Just like that day, I stood there at that football game. There was a sea of green and gold uniforms. And as I looked out upon the uniforms, I saw black faces. It was the HBCU, but there were some white faces in that band. They need their band scholarships too. They were there. I saw some Asian faces in the band. All people, all nations, and in heaven. I can see it now that there are people in heaven. And when we get there, we're going to see Grandmother is going to be there. I can see it now. All faces. Your father that passed away is going to be there. Who else might be there? I see Abraham standing on the saxophone line. I see Isaac standing there with the drums. I see Jacob standing there in the sea of gold. Well, who else are you going to see there? I look out there in the line and I can see Martin Luther King standing back there on the third row. I also see Maya Angelou standing there on the side holding the flag. Well, who else are you going to see there? Sweetie, I see Ed standing there. He's standing there. I see Alonzo. I see everyone there standing in line. Your loved ones, my loved ones, and we shall be there, and we won't say, behold, and the green and the gold, but we will say, behold, the Lamb of God that comes to take away the sins of the world. We are one church, serving one God, with one voice, and one praise. And on that day, when we stand in that holy HBCU band, all in place, standing at attention, we're going to see Jesus. 
in his glory. We're going to see Jesus. For he came down through 40 and two generations. He was wrapped in swaddling clothes. But then he walked on this earth and he gave sight to the blind and he fed 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread. But then they hung him on the cross between two things, for your sins and for my sins. But on the third day, he got up. He got up. Jesus got up from the grave. Jesus got up from the grave for us metropolitans so that we can go out into the world to tell others that we are one church serving one God and giving God one praise. Come on and give God the glory today. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about our church and ministries, please visit our website at www.metroumcindianhead.com. Until next time, peace and blessings.